The game sports show and game entertainment media want to give a quick stick tap to LivingSisu.com. Sisu is a Finnish word for determination, tenacity, and resiliency. LivingSisu.com wants to activate your lifestyle by offering discounts and exclusive offers from your favorite sports brands. Sign up as free at LivingSisu.com where you will earn instant offers that will help you save on sports tools, products, supplements, and so much more. Be sure to check it all out at LivingSisu.com. Booyah, and it's time for the Game Sports Show, powered by GEM, the game entertainment and media. And we're here for our Northern Superior Brewing Company Strike Zone Upload Edition with Connor Henderson. Yours truly, David McCaig, the host of the show, going to the main face of the show and the main analyst of the show, the one and only Connor Henderson. Connor, my friend, our first show of 2021 with you. It's been a while since you've done a Strike Zone Edition. How are you? I'm doing great, Dave. I'm ready to leave 2020 in the past, and I'm excited to get forward uh, with the show in 2021. Definitely. It's going to be big. And just a brief overview of what Strike Zone is. It is about baseball. It's about national baseball. It's also about local baseball here in the Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, and Algoma region. Once we are able to talk about that and both those things, of course, as well. So it's going to touch both GEM national and both uh, GEM local side of the game sports show and gem in its entirety but overall connor henderson will be of course as i previously announced our main baseball face of gem in the game sports show and we'll be talking about all areas of baseball in general and when the baseball season does get started for both local and of course national side he'll be doing a weekly update and upload edition for strike zone so you'll be seeing and hearing a lot of connor and i mentioned seeing and i wonder why i mentioned that i'm just going to leave it at that there's going to be a lot of avenues of where you'll be able to listen to connor with the world of baseball in its entirety very excited about that to break that presence not only to the national side with your opinion but an expertise but overall the local side of baseball connor it's uh, certainly with the local side of baseball it's an untouched niche i find here especially in sioux state marie ontario not as much as sioux state marie michigan that scott nason does a great job covering through our espn 1400s uploads uh, but you know here in sioux state marie ontario and the algoma canadian regions uh, it's definitely an untouched niche i think deserves more attention and we are going to give that to them and i said that first in all the media so i have dips to say <laughs> nonetheless strike zone edition with connor henderson make sure you keep an eye on all of the uploads with gem and the game sports show uh, in terms of those topics with baseball and this of course brought to you by northern superior brewing company where it's a northern thing you can follow them on facebook and instagram at northern superior co they have great delicious beer options of course as well as a great atmosphere in their tap room once we are able to go into the tap room of course at the time of this recording uh, we are still on lockdown here in sault ste marie ontario so of course there are restrictions but you can still do orders with Norrin superior brewing company they will deliver they've done a lot of deliveries uh, since the covid outbreak and the lockdowns and everything of such since COVID back in March of 2019 when everything came really official with the protocols and policies. So make sure you check out Northern and support local in general. Okay, we have a lot of local sponsors on the show as well. Uh, Compass Imaging and Demansky Office Tiers in particular. Check out their websites. Contact them for your business needs. But with Northern Spirit Brewing Company, it's Northern thing. Make sure you order one of their delicious beer products. Now, let's wind up for the pitch and throw it down the pipe here connor going to you first the first topic of 2021 for strike zone i'll let you bring the first thing you want to discuss here on strike zone all right dave so we've got a fun story today and a crazy story so let's start with fun francisco lindor four-time all-star shortstop two-time gold glover cleveland indians 
or sorry, should I say the Cleveland baseball team? We've moved past that now. Thank goodness. He's been traded in a blockbuster deal alongside his friend, Carlos Carrasco for four players in return. Uh, And this sends a message, especially from the Mets side of the organization, who's going to be receiving Lindor that their new owner, Steve Cohen is, is ready to make moves and he, he pledged to increase spending. This is the first way he's shown uh, that he's willing to do so. This is, this is huge, Dave. It is huge. And the Cleveland acquires in the trade, Andreas Jimenez, Ahmed Roseo, uh, Isaiah Green, and Josh Wolf. And I think it's Ahmed Rosario, actually, just to make sure I say the, or the last names correct, because I've been known to butcher names at times. But nonetheless, the Mets, okay, are, like you said, making a splash here, if you will. Be- and you mentioned with the owner, such a key thing that I highlighted is that he wanted to increase the spending. And he wants to basically build the winner at times, a competitive baseball team. And this is a team that has spent money in the past, though, of course, on players and has also made some good trades in their day. You know, it brought in a Syndergaard, you know, they have DeGrom. You, you got you got a team there that has a, that's had and has a pretty impressive pitching staff. But Lindor brings a nucleus of talent to that batting and to that offense and defensively. You mentioned he's a cool glover. There's a guy that who can really do a lot of impressive things on the defensive side of the baseball and will be an asset to that team immediately. Obviously, he's an all-star. But with the Mets, did they overpay or was it just right? And what teams missed out, Connor? If you're the Mets, you're happy about this trade for sure. I mean, you're losing pieces, but one of the pieces you do lose uh, Rosario is your shortstop and you're getting that hole filled with Lindor, who's obviously an upgrade. Now, for people who've missed out, the Blue Jays, Dave, ooh. <laughs> Anthony, I didn't want to say it. Didn't want to say it. <laughs> uh, Anthony Castro Vince reports that the Blue Jays missed out on the Lindor trade just by a hair. Apparently, they're offering more high ceiling prospects, long term bets, and the Mets uh, chose, or sorry, the uh, Indians chose the safer offer and uh, went with the Mets uh, package and, you know, just, just another Nick on the, on the belt against the Blue Jays this off season. Oh, you know what? Honestly, the Blue Jays off season hasn't been as productive as I believed it was going to be last year uh, with bringing in Ryu. It's was huge. He was a, he was fantastic this year at the pitching with the Blue Jays, but the, there's still, you know, options for you know for trade like you know what you got guys that are available in the outfield still you know you got george springer but again <laughs> is are the mets gonna jump in on that you know what i'm saying like i think they might jump in on that they got liam Hendricks for for kind of some relief pitching but in terms of names i really think that the blue jays are missing out on players okay and with Francisco Lindor you have a, an infield with the Jays with Biggio with Bichette and now Vlad is a first baseman which he should have been all along and more of a DH uh, and then you got Gurriel who can play both sides uh, out of the infield and the outfield I really think that the Blue Jays missed out because they weren't as aggressive as they should be but Atkins and Shapiro are not guys that are aggressive on the trade front as much as they should be and ever were like look at <laughs> this is a great example. This is probably a lame one, but Moneyball, the movie Moneyball, where Brad Pitt goes into Cleveland and tries to make a trade, and Shapiro had his nucleus of guys around him and his analysts and his his team, and he looks for the opinion of others, which is actually how he is 
as an owner and just be, or being a part of the um, of the Blue Jays organization. And Adkins is more of a GM uh, that listens to his team as well. That's why him and Shapiro work well together. But he was sitting there saying, I don't know if we can do that. I don't know if we can do that. Shapiro is a guy who's very cautious with trades. And yes, they may have offered more high end, but I feel like there's more to that trade that the Jays didn't want to give up. And I, why do I feel that Lord uh, Guriel was going to be a big part of that trade? And I feel like the Jays didn't want to part with him. Yeah, I think the two issues for sure are spending and timeline. The Jays have made uh, a concentrated effort not to throw money at people. And in turn, they want to build it slow and with those prospects you'd mentioned before. So I think when you look at that uh, together, that that probably gives us a suggestion of where the answer would lie. It would. Now, I know what I hope that the Blue Jays can be active with George Springer or do something in terms of getting in. Not just another relief pitcher or any pitching, which they always could use that assistance, but just enhancing that batting order and i feel like george springer could fit that list you know but you got to oscar hernandez who's done well guriel can play out in the outfield they have some great names coming up in general uh, with the jays but there's got to be that guy who can put you over the top and lindor would have been perfect i think they certainly missed uh, if swung and missed if you will but the one team that i'm happy that didn't get him was either the Dodgers or the Yankees, okay? None of these teams that always get these players not this many. The Mets are a team that is a team that can spend, but it's also a team that is outside of the Blue Jays' league division, so they don't get to see or really ever see Lindor unless they would make the, 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 the World Series in general. But I think this puts the Mets in a pretty good position going into the season. Yeah, they have to be happy. And as a Tigers fan, I'm glad to not see Lindor 20 times a year oh i remember i remember seeing him when the indians played the blue jays in the playoffs and uh, you know every time he'd come up to bat next to kipnis and those guys you know they, they had a good thing going over there in cleveland but now you can see that they're going into sort of a different direction but if you want to look at the improved kind of rotation and kind of the team for the mets obviously you got the grom strowman's part there you got uh steven Matz, you got david peterson's on the on the pitching end you got noah Syndergaard who's a part of that as well they got they got some great uh, relief pitchers as well like yours familia dylan Batantis, of course but when you look at the more of the offensive side on shortstop now uh, you add lindor in there, right? And now you look at the outfield with Converto out there. You have uh, Pete Alonso on there as well. You have uh, a team that is really scary on offense to such, but I feel like they're not done, Connor. I feel like the Mets are not done yet. Yeah, by all accounts, it looks like they're looking for a, a second splash. There's even rumor that Chris Bryant of the Chicago Cubs may be, may be uh, their next target. So we'll see if that pans out. Oh, I'm hearing Mets all over the place. Springer, Bryant, they're going on. But speaking of the Cubs, there was a source that was released today that they have lost one of the fan favorites there, Connor. Uh, Kyle Schwarber apparently agrees to join the Nationals on the on a one-year $10 million contract. Any news with that? Yeah, for Schwarber, it makes sense. The Cubs had their run. They won the World Series, and now it looks like they're starting to retool. And he just didn't fit within uh, their scheme anymore. So for him, it's a good career move. And for the Nationals, they get a left fielder slash DH who can put some pop on the ball. And I, I think it's a win-win move for the player and 
the, the team was ready to move on. I think so as well. The Cubs, you know, it was great to see them win a World Series. It was legendary for how long it took for them to win. Uh, but now it seems like they're going to be kind of doing some little bit of retooling, if you will. But there's a team that did a lot of retooling this offseason, Connor. A team that I think is, let's say, the winner still of this offseason. No, not the Mets. We've already talked about the Mets. The San Diego Padres. Yeah, it, it it's really nice to see those mid-market to small-market teams start making splashes and, and really go for it. We've seen this in the past with the Kansas City Royals, and oftentimes when you're limited on spending, you only get like a year or two's worth of shot to, to go for it. So when the San Diego Padres start making these these uh, moves, it's, it's exciting to say the least, especially uh, for the National League, because I'm more of an American League follower just by nature. Uh, Toronto, Canada, Tigers, etc. But yeah, no, it, it's definitely exciting. You got Blake Snell, obviously. You got Hunsu Kim. Uh, I try to always make sure I pronounce names right. And you Darvish. They get added to that team. And I really the the, the Padres. I think <laughs> could they be favorites this year to come out of the NL, even over the Dodgers. Or are they still a year or a move or so away? Uh, favorites would be strong. That, that'd be a strong claim. But I feel like they, they definitely added a lot of high upside talent. And for Blake Snell, you got to think that he's excited, right, after the whole World oh. Series debacle. Oh, that was an absolute joke. But you have Eric Hosmer who's there, Fernando Tatis Jr. that's there. You got Manny Machado that is there as well. Will Myers. Will Myers. There's a guy that was supposed to be – you know, an absolute stud in the league. And no, not saying that he that he isn't, but obviously he's, you know, finding his way. You know, you had, I believe, he had runs last year, and he had 40 RBIs. But there's a guy that everyone had favorites, and I believe he was involved and traded when he went from the Royals to Tampa Bay, and then he got dealt over to San Diego. Like now, I really find that this offense that San Diego is bringing forward, plus with their pitching, they're making those necessary improvements, but there's still a little bit of, in my opinion, Drew Pomeranz is a great pitcher, but I feel like they can really enhance that bullpen still, which is why I don't think they're done, Connor. I feel like there's a team that will look at someone like Liam Hendricks, where the, apparently the Blue Jays are favorites to get Liam Hendricks, but they're also favorites to get Lindor before that happened. Uh, but there's also some room for improvement there for the Padres. If they are to try to get ahead of those other teams, they still have to build to push forward. And speaking of those teams they're trying to push forward with, the Dodgers. The Dodgers did lose uh, a legend in Tommy Lasorda, obviously 93 years old. We did publish that on our Facebook page as well with the Game Sports Show. Uh, obviously, 93 years old, yeah, lived a very long life, was a legend in for the Dodgers organization. Obviously, being a quite vocal individual, he had some funny videos that they were uploading on MLB.com that you can check out. But the Dodgers overall as a team, you know, there was a legend there with Lasorda, of course. And just as a team, are they still arguably the favorite this upcoming season? I think they have to be. And and especially looking at the Tommy Lasorda lens, you know, Hall of Fame manager, 93, like you said. Uh, it makes it even more interesting now um, juxtaposed with this uh, next scandal, I, I guess you could call it, um, uh, I mean, it wouldn't be baseball if there wasn't cheating, Dave, but Brian Harkins uh, is currently fighting a defamation battle against the Los Angeles Angels and the MLB. Uh, apparently, he's been doctoring baseballs for over 30 years and has even submitted court documents 
that involved Garrett Cole sending text messages to him saying, can you help me with a, this sticky situation? The stuff I, la- I had last year seizes up in the cold weather. And there was a laundry list of, of superstars that came with it. So it's uh, I'm really, really curious to see where, where this leads. Uh, you know what? Baseball is turned into a mess with this background allegations. Obviously, we saw what we did with the Astros and uh, the mm-hmm. cheating that went on there with the Astros. And now with all these allegations that are going forward with particular like Harkins, of course, uh, like there's Garrett Cole. I believe that there's a Dylan Bundy as a part of that. Matt Andrees, um, Ismero Petit. There's guys that are there that are part of this world of baseball that really go to a point to do whatever it takes to win, if you will, right? They always say, you know what? I'm going to do whatever it takes to win, but you can't do that in the world of professionalism and in the world of being an athlete. An athlete. Yeah, they're always trying to find the, the next new thing, right? Like, I mean, people have been doctoring baseballs forever. Uh, they've just gotten better and sneakier at it. And what's scary is a lot of the people, these heroes that people look up to, um, and we've seen it, as you mentioned, with the Astros, but uh, like these pitchers, Oh my goodness. Like uh, Brian Harkins uh, claims now this hasn't been confirmed, but he claims that the MLB has information implicating pitchers, including Corey Kluber, Adam Wainwright, mm. Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, Felix Hernandez. Like the Dave, these are <laughs> this like, just pull out the Cy Young list over the last five to 10 years. And you'll probably find a pitcher th- that he's claiming uses this type of substance it's it's incredible to me and and it's also kind of scary we, we see this a lot with sprinting uh at, at the world at the world stage with guys like tyson gay um who get accused of using performance enhancing substances to the point where almost half of the 10 10 best runners in the world or the 10 best times uh, were coming from from guys who apparently cheated and uh, it's it's just scary to think that that in a sport that's as closely watched with as many cameras and as many games as baseball that, that this could be going on right in front of our eyes. Right. And the big quote that I saw this is as per BleacherReport.com though through the LA Times. Troy Percival said, who was the Angels' closer from '95 to '04, said acknowledged in September earlier this year that he taught Harkins how to make the mixture of pine tar and resin in spring training mostly because it was so dry in Arizona and the balls were so slick out there. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you know, like the things that people will do to get over the top, okay, and things are starting to service more. The world of tech has grown. Things are seen more. Things are noticed more. And in a world that is different than what it was where you thought that steroids were going to be a big conversation in baseball to present day, now no. Those those almost seem like a conversation of the past because now we have the pine tar. We got the cheating. We got the microphones, the, the, stein, the sign stealing. Let me say something about the sign stealing. We've already touched about this. That sign stealing does occur in baseball. Even people don't see it. You need there. There's a there's a way behind it that people do it. And I'm not saying with the people that sit in the upper deck or someone that sits in the behind the dugout. I'm saying that players are trying to do this when someone's on second base, someone taps their foot twice. That's one part of the game that if, if another player who's on second base is doing it to the guy who's batting, you know, I don't get opposed to that. 
as much if you know what the sign is because who knows if the sign's even true but when it comes to the outside of the game or the management or the scouting staff or people saying signs out in the crowd with putting up a white sign a black sign then another red sign all at once that means it's gonna be a fastball or something like there's there's that that's going a little too far and overall in baseball they got to contain this nonsense that's occurring outside of the field because it's becoming a joke yeah, I think it's almost a, a part of the human condition. People want power. Power brings influence. It keeps you safe. It makes you look cool. It gives you friends. It makes you successful. And in baseball, the framework of, of sport is always going to have people pushing against those boundaries. It's just um, it's just sad that it comes at the expense of other people who are just trying to play the game fair. Yeah, and you know what? It's sad because nobody ever plays the game fair. That's also in the world of business. But that's another conversation. We're not an educational show. Well, we are in terms of sports, but we're not going to get into talking about the business aspect. It's just the world of baseball, the world of business right now needs to get its act together, if you will. Now, Connor, this has been a loaded in terms of strike zone opening show of 2021. I know that we bounced back in between topics that we wanted to bring forward for the most part, it'll be you that will be bringing up the topics at all times. But I wanted to go back to you. If if you want to bring out any other points or notes before we wrap up our show uh, with here on the North superior brewing company strike zone first edition of 2021. Yeah. I just say that Trevor Bauer still being on the free agent market along with many other pitchers, but he's the big fish right now. It'll be interesting to see where he lands. A lot of potential suitors, but that's a story to look forward to. But until that happens, I'm just uh, excited to uh, keep going with the program here. And uh, hopefully 2021 brings us some good luck. Definitely. You know, I'm very excited that all the presence that you're going to have on the platform as well in the world of baseball nationally and locally. And my wish list for the Blue Jays this year was Lindor, Bauer, uh, and also Rio Mewtwo, uh, Rio Moto, sorry, Rio Mewtwo. Wow, I'm talking like Pokemon out here. Uh, <laughs> but nonetheless, that was uh, not kind of realistic. So I did shape up my list. I had a revised list, and that was Springer and Bauer. Because for Lindor, I did mention on a previous edition of the show, was that it felt too good to be true that the Jays were going to get him. Okay, and it actually did happen. He went over to the Mets. But there are still two bit players available that you mentioned, Connor, that I have my eyes on, and one in Trevor Bauer. I know he's. <laughs> there's been some trolling on social media about the Jays and Bauer, a little bit of teasing going on that's been going on. So I hope that the Blue Jays can come out and try to come forward overall speaking on a Canadian perspective and a Blue Jay fan. Now for the Tigers, they've been quiet this obviously. I know that's your team, but anybody else who wants to bring their team comments forward, their wish list, or kind of any team that you want us to really dive into in our next edition, make sure you comment below uh, in terms of that. If not, if there are no comments below about a team you want to talk about, you can just have a conversation or we'll take it that you like that we're, we're bringing forward. But we are open for recommendations here on the Strike Zone edition that you want to hear from the national side. But I have my wish list for the Jays. It's not been successful yet, but my new wish list overall, Connor, so hopefully that 2021 brings us a more involvement of a year in terms of the community and just contact in particular with this show, as long as everyone could just follow the policies and not have parties when they're not supposed to. Yeah, I went there. I, I went there. I had to go there. Connor, thank you again, my friend, the first show of 2021 for the Strike Zone or in Superior Brewing Company powers this particular edition as well as of course gem the game entertainment and media connor will be in touch again in the very near future i will stress that given that season hasn't started yet there's still gonna be more sporadic uploads with strike zone but once the season starts we'll be very consistent on weekly uploads but again thank you for taking the time to come do a show here tonight 
Yeah, thanks for having me, Dave. Of course, that's Connor Henderson, uh, part of the Gem family in the Game Sports Show, our baseball analyst and you can also follow him on social media as well and we'll be bringing this presence as well as the entire platform on more of other platforms such as youtube everything going forward so very hopeful that we can get back to normality so we can see the actual visual side of this coverage with baseball very lots of untouched potential that we can touch for especially on the local side make sure you hit like follow and subscribe on all the platforms both on social media and podcast platforms that the Gain Sports Show is on and well as Gem and obviously our website, thegainsportshow.com and North Superior Brewing Company where it's a northern thing. Make sure you check them out on social media and make sure you do an order for their delicious beer options that they have at Northern Superior Brewing Company where it's a northern thing. This has been Strike Zone hosted by Connor Henderson and yours truly, David McKaig. Going to our conclusion portion now, I'm here to remind you to keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, drain your threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah.